following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. STP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our show. This is another one of our exceptional, exceptional shows that has Alicia Webb from Village Bank. This is the last weekend of every month where we do our show with Village Bank and our wonderful bank president, Alicia Webb. We're going to be talking today about acquiring a business to enhance the business you've already got and how that might be a great plan or strategy to expand. Uh, The shows uh, that we do regularly here are specifically related to business. We call them master's classes because how frequently or how rarely, maybe I should say, do you get an opportunity to hear the perception of a banker uh, as to how they're looking at your business and comparatively how you're looking at your business, that being your numbers and a lot of different elements of the business. And if you want to take a look or, or give a listen to past shows, by all means, you can go to our podcast and you can, of course, find those at Score North and just simply find our show and uh, just scroll right on down. The last Saturday of every month, you'll find the shows that we've done with Village Bank. So, Welcome to the show, Alicia. Uh, Thanks so much, Todd. I'm excited to be here again. There's a lot going on right now, isn't there? Yeah, well, there sure is. There sure is. And and the, you know, the world is changing as it relates to business. And you know what? In in all instances, even famine and crisis, (laughs) there's opportunity. There is. There is. Entrepreneurs know that, right? Always opportunity. And, uh, you know, for those of, of you who are in business, uh, if you're struggling, this might be a strategy. If you're thriving, this might be a strategy. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's folks who are not going to make it in business and those, some of which, are just going to go away, and whatever they've built to this point, which may have value, might also just go away, as opposed to merging or being acquired by somebody else who can take advantage of those assets and those relationships and all those things. So as you're sitting here listening to this, if you're in business and you're thinking about how you might take advantage of turning lemons into lemonade, I think this show is for you. Yes. You know, Todd, as we've talked about in the past, Village Bank was built by an entrepreneur, and our vision is... Uh, the entrepreneur, the bank for entrepreneurs. And I think if there's two things I know, entrepreneurs know how to add value, they provide value, and they know how to make a difference. And I think whether it's surviving or thriving, like you mentioned, how can our entrepreneurs continue to survive or thrive and and acquire businesses, uh, reinvent their businesses? We know government's given them money to do that this year. So what do they do with that money? And how can they continue to reinvent their business so they're thriving while maybe others are surviving? 
And and moreover, folks, if you've listened to the show in the past, I've illustrated the difference between using financing uh, to acquire a business or acquire real estate and the dramatically better returns one gets when you can lo- use what today is still available, low-cost financing, to finance these endeavors and how much more money you can earn as opposed to simply trying to use your own money. So if you're sitting out there saying, yeah, this is interesting, but how would I do it? There are financing programs, SBA programs that we've talked about in the past that make it available uh, to be able to take advantage of these things. It may be something that you've never done before, but that's what we're doing the show for. So you can learn about that. Uh, go in, talk to the folks at Village Bank. They can tell you, you know whether you would qualify or not, how you might position your business to qualify and take advantage of expansion opportunities that are availing themselves all over the place right now. So that's what our show is going to be about today. So just jumping into it here, acquiring businesses that can help you solve business gaps. So what does that actually mean, Alicia? Well, I think it's independent for every entrepreneur, right? Are they looking for, ta- are there talent gaps? And is there a competitor that they can acquire in the market that has a manager that they're looking for? Or a team established in a specific trade or a specific niche that they're looking for that can complement the services that they're already selling? Is there another competitor that has market share, but they don't have a succession plan? Right. Is there something is there something there that you've seen? Is there technology that you need? You want an online platform for services or an online platform for scheduling? Do one of your competitors have that? And is that something that you could acquire? Are you looking for to expand a new area, new trade area? I think that there's so many opportunities out there. But again, it's that quiet time that you got to reflect and you got to say, what am I looking for? Where do I need to persevere for my business to be successful going? forward. Another interesting thing is, folks, when I talk to business owners, I'm always trying to determine what are the actual services that they that they perform and where is the leverage? Where do they make the most money? The, the thing is, is that in a business, there may be one business that makes the majority of their margin in one area and not another, but the business across the street or across town might have found a way uniquely to make more money in another area. And maybe for the existing business owner, that might be attractive to be able to capture that business and be able to take care, take advantage of another great profit center that maybe they're not positioned to take advantage of. Maybe they don't even know how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think what I've been hearing a lot about, and these are different industries. This is the tire industry and this is manufacturing industry. Um, they're using, uh, they're, they're using automotive, or they're using automated labor right now. They're, they're buying the machines that do, that actually do the work versus people, right? And what they're finding is, I think I wrote down some notes here. It's about $8 an hour to operate. Um, when they're getting a robotic. This is the spot welder, The right? spot welder, yeah. $8 an hour versus about $25 an hour for a person. And I wanna, I wanna be careful when I say this because <laughs> it's our very first value is put relationships first. And I think what a lot of, I didn't know this either. So let me put myself on the spot. It's not about eliminating 
humans or in my case would be eliminating villagers it's about adding it's about compounding it's about taking out some of that work that doesn't require a lot of thinking and being able to grow your team up and grow your team into much more thoughtful positions you can scale in your business by using this robotic technology and without that cost right because today like todd and i talked about before the show labor's labor prices crazy people can't find enough people to work right now is that the new or is that the norm 60 percent of, of businesses are reporting labor shortages absolutely and so i think when we look at this how can we bring automation into our work days how can we bring automation into our team and keep everyone you have yet be able to scale and create faster and don't have those employment gaps 40 percent of businesses are reporting rising prices and wages all the while where people are struggling just to cover the basic uh, necessities of life, giving them less money, disposable income to purchase some of the things that they want. So the type of industry or business you're in could be more or less affected as relate, uh, relates to is this a necessity or is this not? Either way, nearly every business owner I know is saying, I want to expand, but I can't find the people anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Sadly, automation with its lower cost as opposed to human labor might be the way to go in certain areas within your business. And those are things, obviously, that can be financed. And that might be another way that you turn lemons into lemonade here. Yeah, our manufacturers, uh, two in particular, have found that by implementing this, they're able to have a second and a third shift now. And get um, as long as they have inventory and supplies, they're able to get that business done quicker, right? And that is um, substituting for the fact that they can't find additional workers right now. And the investment, I mean, I always thought it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, I'm hearing 33000 I'm hearing 48000 for pieces of equipment. And so I think that don't let those numbers scare you. Look into it and, and ask you know people that you trust in your industries about it. Ask your banker. Because there are a lot of opportunities out there that can really help scale your business and grow your business. And what we've actually found, because I I asked the question, is there like a big learning curve? They said, no, our guys love it. They get to do something new. They don't have to do that. That work that that is boring and repetitive. Well, Troy Danner, someone we both know, uh, just financed a big CNC machine through Mm. your bank. Mm -hmm. And I was out to his place. He showed me that thing and he explained to me how 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 much production this thing can do and, Mm -hmm. and how literally this piece of equipment in and of itself is a business. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm so glad you brought him up because I was able to go look at it too. And it's awesome. And what's awesome about that piece of equipment is particularly what it's done for his culture. His two sons that are there excited about it. His team is excited about it. Um, customers he already had that he was concerned potentially are getting too large because they're so busy right now. Not a problem. He can cover it all. He's also able to um, invest in different products that have um, new designs that maybe a skilled laborer, it would have taken a day to finish. He's finishing it in hours now. So think about that. Think about what that does for his multiples. Think about what that does for his team. Think about what it does for his clients. Well, what about efficiency, too? Because he had to Absolutely. outsource that some of that work before yes. to someone else who did have this equipment. Now he doesn't have to have it, and he's more efficient in terms of his turnover around time absolutely absolutely and he said simply walking people through 
and showing them what he has now has created additional business and confidence. And I think like that's the big piece because we all focus on the money. We chase the money. We, you know, focus on that bottom line, but we also have to think about what it does for culture. And we have to think about what it does for your team to know you're moving forward and you're thinking in a new way. That's important. New, good employees. I mean, I know my villagers, they always, they're expecting something new. They're expecting us to continue to create for the entrepreneur. And if you stop, I mean, that's when people start looking and no one wants people looking outside their company today. It's interesting you bring up culture as it relates to acquisition of a new business. Because, uh, folks, if you don't know this, I'll, I'll just tell you, when efficiency experts come in when you've acquired a new business, oftentimes they're going to walk in, they're going to take the people who are most necessary and basically fire everybody. Now, today you're not going to do that because you don't have access to the talent to replace mm-hmm. them. But why do they do that? Because when you come in with a new vision that creates value to make more money with a new, with a with an existing business, you've got a group of of employees who were who were there before you who resist the change, and the irony is those people will resist you. Who do they think they are? I've been here for ten years. They just came in and wanted to change all of this. Well, when they get rid of all those people, they go to a new company and they embrace the culture of the new company, but they become very problematic as it relates to you wanting to make implement implemented changes along the way. So the question becomes, if you're going to buy a business, if you're going to add value, if you're going to need people to come along for the ride with you and share your vision, you've got to have a strategy for that as well, don't Mm -hmm. you? You absolutely do. And I think that that's why having a vision and that's why having values and that's why continuing to create opportunities and share those with your employees and quite frankly, just being real transparent. You know, I recently asked a group of YPOers that I was with, you know, we're trying to go from being a good culture to really a great culture and so what did you have when you were last time you're in a great culture what what did you feel like what did you experience and i know for a banker feel and experience are fluffy words but at the end of the day our villagers have to feel transparency they have to feel trust they have to feel like they're in the know for what's next and what's coming and i'm going to be honest even when it's not good, even when it's not fun, right? We're talking a lot about inflation right now. There's been all this money dumped into the economy. There's going, there has to be something, right? Like you pour money into a cup, but once the cup's full, it's got to go somewhere. And that's what we're seeing right now on income statements and balance sheets. So when you think about culture, back to culture, you have to be transparent and you have to talk through that because I found I love to be smart, but guess what? I'm not always the smartest person in the room and my villagers can find solutions that I didn't even think about. And so be transparent with your team. Talk about that automation that you're looking at investing in. Talk about, you know, well, we had 133,000 from PPP. We're not going to have that next year. How are we going to make that up? Ask those questions because if you're transparent about it and you're, and you're asking for solutions, people don't get scared. They don't get scared. Your employees don't get scared. They feel like they're part of the solution then and they want to help. And I, I think that builds a great team. And guess what, entrepreneurs? It's not all on you then either. Right. You get some help because that's a big job. You know, it's an, it, it's such a, an important point you bring up. M- many, many businesses that have survived the day thus far have done so as a result of the subsidy money. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the irony is that when I look at their financials, they, I don't think they fully appreciate the fact that if not for that money, they might not even be here. So if you're a business owner, and if that doesn't, forgive me, scare the hell out of you, then I don't know what else to say. You should be looking at that and saying, if I didn't have this money, what would this look like over here? And by the way, you cannot expect that you're going to get any more money going forward. So what are you going to do in this new year to survive and thrive without those dollars? And uh that should be a catalyst to to do things like we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Todd, t- can I comment on sure. that? So, I'm going to say something really bold because you know we're in here. We're nine months in now. I worked out this morning and drank a lot of coffee, so I'm feeling positive. <laughs> but I, you know, I started out by saying entrepreneurs have big hearts. They provide value. They make a difference. I am going to say this though: a lot of time, entrepreneurs also need a babysitter. And we need to have accountability, not just for our teams, but for ourselves, right? We got to have a babysitter. And I think that having a business coach, having a good banker, having an accountant, having an attorney, you have to have someone that's going to hold you accountable, not to just what you're doing today, but what you said you were going to do. Because with all of the stimulus money, our income statements are inflated, what did you do with the $133 check that, or $133,000 check you got? Did you go buy a Rolex? Did you go buy $6 coffee every day? Or did you invest in technology, automation, people that are going to continue to scale the business? So the money you got, it'll, the income will continue to show up next year, next year, next year. I think it is so important. So babysitter, I know none of us like that word, but you have to be held accountable. It's so funny you say that because I have clients who meet with me every week for one to two hours, week in and week out. And I can guarantee you that when they come up to the door to, to come in, they are, they have a knot in their stomach about what we talked about that they were to do for homework last week and whether they have or haven't completed that this week. And if not for that catalyst forcing them to do that, they wouldn't do it. They want to do it. They mean to do it. But the accountability of having somebody look at you across the table and say, okay, what did you get done? And they know that's coming forces them to do more. We're going to take another, uh, our first break here today. Uh, we are talking about acquisition of of an existing business to complement your business and how you might go about that, how that might be enormously beneficial and even how you might finance that. We will be right back with Alicia Webb from Village Bank last weekend of every month, last Saturday of every month. These are our master's classes. Take notes, take advantage of them. We'll be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman, you need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. 
We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net. 
www.thepeopleshow.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Welcome back, everybody. When you hear Dolly, you know this is the Village Bank weekend. Oh, no. I don't know if that's in our tagline yet, but we'll see what we can do. I like it. I like it. So, you know, I want to make a point here before we move into the next phase of this show, because I think this next phase is probably the single most important phase. But I want to make this point. How many of you would have loved to go back to say 2009 to 2011 which is probably the most the, the best times to be able to acquire real estate when it was severely underpriced uh as a result of so many people losing properties and those properties being sold in short sales and foreclosures and and uh, taking advantage of buying that real estate for for what what uh, now looking back was just an incredible opportunity and a great price. Well, guess what? That's happening right now with business. That's happening right now. There are many businesses that are not surviving, that are struggling. And as much as that's horrific to the folks who are going through it, and I don't want to minimize that because I know that. But for those of you who are not, or maybe even if you are, there are strategies to take advantage of this market and come away a year or two down the road with much better proposition than you have right now. This is the time. And five years from now, you're going to look back on this and frankly, wish like heck you had. So listen carefully. So our next uh, uh, phase here is get ready to move fast because you have to be able to be prepared and have a have a game plan plan to take advantage of this. So take advantage of the current market and acquire businesses that provide you with need, technology, labor, and resources, maybe to fill the gaps in the business that you have existing, and to find your acquisition strategy. This is the thing, Alicia. So let's talk about how do you define your acquisition strategy? Absolutely. Well, I think that these are the moments, right? Like these are the moments today where we know that entrepreneurs, they like the chase, right? It's not necessarily that winning moment when you sell your business that you've had for 25, five years, whatever it is, they like the chase. So right now, this is the chase. Like you said, there's a lot of folks that are looking to sell their business because A, they don't understand what's coming next. B, they've went through the struggle back in 09 and 11 and they're like, I'm not doing that again. I feel like inflation's coming. C, maybe they just don't have a succession plan and they said right now is the time to get out because look how big my bottom line is. Well, we're going to tell you as a bank, look at that bottom line and take out all the stimulus money, take out all the packages because that part we don't know if that's reoccurring or not, and it may not be reoccurring if you don't get that money next year or the following year. But I would say in defining defining your strategy, acquisition team, 
who is on your team. So before the break, I talked about who's going to be your babysitter, who's going to hold you accountable, where your strengths and where your weaknesses and where those weaknesses are. Get the accountant, get the business coach, get the banker, get the attorney, because you need to be held accountable and you need to make sure that you have a team that once you find the business you want to acquire and you sign the NDA to look at their financials. Non-disclosure agreement. Yes, non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> um, that you're able to go in and have a team look at it. Like Todd and I were joking before the show that, you know, I'm the warden. That's my nickname because I go in and I, I like to tear it apart. I like to say, is that real? Is that real? Is that real? How did they make that money? What is that equity? You know, like we talked about, did they buy the Rolex with the PPP? Did they buy the $6 coffee every day? Or did they invest in technology? Did they invest in a salesperson? Did they invest in a manager, a fleet of vans, whatever it might be? And so really have a team that will look at the income statement, balance sheet, and business differently than you will. Ask questions. And there's also, you know, business owners who are maybe reaching the end of their careers and they understand that very likely the value of their business is going to get worse, not better. So although they all are, of course, going to want to sell their business for full price based on based on their income statement from the year before COVID, they don't get to do that. And they think they can, but they can't. But listen, they if they had a down year last year, then most likely that business is worth less. Now, they're not going to enjoy that, but it is what it is. And the reality is it's probably going to get worse. So this is where the opportunity is for you. So the question is, how are you going to take advantage of that, how are you going to use the financials as a negotiating piece to be able to, to to create a win-win situation as an exit strategy for that existing business owner and then thereby increase your volume, your business, and justify the price that you paid for the new business to make more money in the future? Absolutely. Like, Let me tell you a story about a, a, an acquisition that is going to happen. I had a refer, I, we had a referral in and I, I met with, I met with a gentleman. He's owned his business for, um, almost 40 years. Uh, it's electrician. He's electrician. He has, and he has five kids and none of the kids are going into the business. And he said the one son he thought was going to had an injury, so he can't go into the business. And he said, that's the problem. In order to own my small business, you have to start as an electrician. You have to know every single piece of the business in order to run this the right way. And then in the back of my head, I thought, hmm, is that true? (laughs) I don't know the answer to that, honestly. I mean, the villagers will tell you I'm the worst teller there ever was. But, you know, I'm doing an okay job. I'm doing an okay job now in this position. So I don't know. Do you have to know every part of the business and be an expert? Or could you bring in a great management team that could do that or be acquired by a great company that has the systems in place? I don't know. May I speak to that? But I thought this was interesting, right, Todd? And so is this an acquisition opportunity? Is this, uh, right? And this, these are the things as a Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. And, and remember something. Dad probably came at this, this business that he's created as a practitioner. It's his sixth child. Okay. Yep. So, and it should be, right? So they're looking at, they, they built a business based on the notion that it was all about doing the work well. When in fact, the limiting factor in the growth of small businesses is that you have a practitioner running it who is not about the financials, but it's all about the work that the business does. And that that causes a business not to grow. 
The most successful business owners I know are the ones who aren't the practitioners in the second or third generation, and they come into the business to grow the business. They're managers, they're business owners, they're entrepreneurial, where the original business owner was not. And that's dad in this situation you just described. It it is. I do. I will have to, like, yes, but I do think it's important that you earn it, right? And in that first generation, as an entrepreneur in that first generation, you're earning it, right? You're earning it, you're earning it, you're earning it. Now, then it's how do you own it, right? And I think that's the stage that you're talking about. How from earning it to owning it, because once you're owning it, then you have to say, if I want to scale, if I want to grow, I need to bring in people that are experts that can help me run this business so I can focus on the big picture and move forward. And, and, and I have to embrace that that information and become knowledgeable in those areas where now I may not be. So important. I mean, the the learning curve is accelerated so dramatically when you're in it and the experts are sitting around a table giving you advice at a high level that you might never, ever get on your own. And you have to be willing to say, I am becoming a financial person Mm -hmm. because, you know, when we talk about business acquisition, there's many businesses that have succeeded and created significant growth as a result of acquisition. But let me tell you what, the financial side of it is more important than any other component. Well, it is because think about just our personal, personally what we like. If on the red cup, you make seven cents, but on this pink cup, you make 17 cents. Even if red is your very favorite color, (laughs) why would you focus on selling the red cup? (laughs) Sell the pink cup all day long. And that's the problem. Until you know it, until you understand it, you won't do it because you love red. Red's great. It was your mascot in college or high school or whatever. Like sell the dang pink cup. That's where you make all your money. And then you go retire and you go have a great or you buy another business. Right. I mean, that's and that's the problem. Until you understand where the margin is and the numbers are, you don't know where to focus. You go towards what's easy. You go towards what's natural. You go towards what you're an expert at. You know, what's what's funny about the the point that you just made is that through that acquisition process, if you do surround yourself with with professionals and and experts in these areas, and, and look, I'd like to count myself as one of them, that new business, the folks who are giving you advice are going to be telling you where the profitable margins are in different segments or products or services within that business. The irony is that it's easy to look at that when it's somebody else's business that you might want to acquire, when in fact the reality is it's just as relevant for your own business. And maybe you weren't willing to look at that because you had a particular thing that you enjoyed or 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 had self-esteem around doing really well that wasn't the most profitable, but now object. Effectively, you're stepping back, looking at another business, and now you're applying it to your own business, and it's another opportunity to grow. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think when we're talking about, about defining how you're going to acquire a business, what's your method for acquiring that right business, and who will your partners be? And I think that's where it comes into play. Have partners around you that get it, that will look at the business from a whole, from that 10,000-foot level, and help you decide how will that new widget, that new service, that new technology, those new people, how will they help you grow your business and grow in the right direction. You cannot underestimate the value of someone looking at your business who has good business sense from an outside perspective where they're not involved in the culture. The value of that is huge. Mm-hmm. And there's not a a per, 
there's not a personal opinion. It's a professionally paid opinion. I will say that too. I think that it's kind of like when you tell your friends about, you know, the fight with your husband or wife. They're like, oh, you're right. You go see the counselor. Mm, you need to fix some stuff, right? And it's like, this is the same thing. Go see the counselor, not your buddy about the business. Because and, and, it, and it's not easy to do that, though. It's not, right? It's no fun to be told you need to focus here, pay more attention here, especially when it's people problems, right? It hurts. It's bad. But I think the difficult conversations aren't difficult once you start having them. They're no longer difficult conversations. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is true. You just start talking about them. I, I'll tell you that that I sit on the board of several companies, and I'm not in these companies. And so, whatever it is they're tr- they're planning to do, an acquisition like we're talking about, invest significant money into marketing campaigns or what have you, the the uh, conversation invariably just walks around the room, and each individual person who's sitting on on the board is going to give their opinion. And it comes to me, and when I speak, it's almost always a contrast to what you hear everywhere else. And they look at me as though I'm a luminary, but the irony is it's not that I'm smarter than everybody else. It's that I'm not in that culture and I have a completely unbiased opinion that is different and contrasting from what they say. That's the value of looking at another business and then comparing those metrics and those things to your own existing business. Mm -hmm. That's the value in it. Absolutely. And boards um, are so important because they have a fiduciary responsibility to the business, not the owner, not the CFO, not the sales, but it's to the business. They have a fiduciary responsibility. And so they're, you're, you're going to get honest feedback. And if you're not, it's not the right board member. You, you bring, we cover so many things on here and some of you may not be understanding of what she's just said, but a fiduciary responsibility to the business means that you hold the business above your own personal personal interests and you are legally required to do that. In other words, in other words, as a very specific example, you are to let yourself go down personally before you let that business go down. Your focus is is on the business and your fiduciary responsibility is the survival of that business and the decisions that you make must come before your own personal objectives. I'm going to tell you right now, that comes as a real shock to a lot of small business owners. They are not aware of that and can't imagine actually doing that but that is legally your responsibility as a fiduciary mm-hmm, absolutely and yes right there's nothing more to even say yes yeah. and when you I always look at the people I always look at when we have a responsibility and we have to make a change or we have something going on as a business we're a bank but we're a business don't no mistake about it it's about the people including the owner including the partners but it's also about the people and I think a board brings a fresh perspective to that you are employing people you have benefits you they are depending on you for a mortgage they are depending on you for a job now they've got to be holding up earning it right they've got to earn it hold up their end of the bargain but Todd at the end of the day you're employing people too and so it is about them it's about the company that's going to pay you dividends in the future but you've got to have a stable company to do that and I think you know the next point on the strategy was um, how are you going to finance it how are you going to buy that other company and And I think it's so important to get that team together, that acquisition team, and say, how are we going to do this? Because maybe it is 7A financing, SBA. Maybe it's conventional bank financing. Maybe you're taking a partner on in this separate LLC. Maybe you're um, asking the folks that have made you successful today, do you want to partner with me in this? Is it an earnout? What is it? And I think it's so important that even if you're going to own the business, 
look at every strategy for acquiring. Very good. Uh, We are going to take another break here and we're going to come back and talk about financing and how that can be beneficial uh, to you as a business owner in the acquisition of someone else's business. After you've defined the type of business that you're looking for, you've determined what it is that you're going to to, uh, implement as a strategy to acquire that business. And then, of course, how you're going to add value in the future. Once you find that business and you enter into that, you're going to have to pay for it. So how are you going to pay for it? You're going to finance it. You're going to use it with existing organic dollars and take away the cash flow that you have in the future. We're going to talk about that. We'll be right back with Alicia Webb from Village Bank. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at ajolawoffice.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. For convenient offices in the Twin Cities, greatwatersfinancial.com. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 
651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612-202-8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to sma2day.com You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Say, I would want to alert you to an article that was written by Neil St. Anthony uh, that was basically about how small businesses are taking care, uh, taking advantage of the PPP and how certain banks are reaching out to small business owners and helping them survive and thrive in this environment. And ironically, Village Bank was one of the banks that was highlighted in that article. Very, very impressive. And you might want to dial that up. You can find that on LinkedIn. And uh, again, the author was Neil St. Anthony. That was in the Star and Tribune on Monday. PPP work helped Minnesota community banks gain ground on bigger ones. That is the article. So anyway, 
Uh, I just thought that was really, really cool. <laughs> and you know the coolest thing about that article? It featured one of my new favorite clients where wasn't even a client before, local business owner. His business, his bank would not step up. We said, what can we do for you? PPP loans now. He's moved all of his business to us. Um, it's several owners that work. Their kids go to school in the community and it's just it's just great so i'm so proud of him so proud of the banker chris that brought him over and i couldn't say more good things about what we've been able to do for main street our villagers really stepped up alongside a lot of great community banks that's what it means to work with a bank that is that is uh coming from an entrepreneurial perspective remember alicia's father started this bank he is an entrepreneur built it for entrepreneurs and this is an aggressive bank that wants to grow as well so if you want to grow and you want a bank to grow with you village bank is a phenomenal business lender uh, and partner that you can work with uh, let's roll into with what little time we have you when you find a trusted banker that sees your vision have a financial pa- uh, partner that can see what you are w- attempting to do what are the things that you're looking for what are the what are the the components that you that you want to find and 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 seek out and take advantage of absolutely todd so when you find that great business and you start dreaming of what could be right it's all about the chase um i need you to step back and i need you to say what am i actually buying what are the hard assets right what are the things you can feel and touch the vans the trucks the building the inventory and then what's blue sky and i'm not saying blue sky doesn't have value blue sky has a lot of value but what are you buying and how are you going to make sure that you keep the value of that blue sky so think about are you buying technology do you have to buy the company to buy the technology do they have the rights to the technology or are they just white labeling someone else's technology that you could pick up in your own business and what are you paying for that are you in a contract that you can't get out of are you in a contract that you can continue to renew are there personal relationships there are you picking up labor all the way from you know the president all the way down to who's ever running the front line what are you picking up are those folks going to stay are they going to go is the owner that you're buying the company from are they going to open next door and start the same new company and take all the labor with that you thought you were acquiring. What's in place to make sure people stay? What's in place to make sure people don't open up a cookie cutter shop right next door? Um, resources, are they selling because they can't get inventory or provide service any longer to their customers? What's so your answer get to that? Out? Um, so make sure you understand what you're buying, right? Make sure and make sure you look on that income statement and whatever stimulus money came in, Take that out of the equation. Take it out. Take it out. Because it's not. It could happen. Real. No. Well, it could happen again, but we just don't know, and it's not real. And again, you don't know what they did with that money. Right. Right. So these are uh, great. Uh, great. Uh, things to concern yourself with. One of the things I was thinking about as Alicia was rolling down that list is uh, keeping the existing business owner for the, to transition with those existing relationships with that business and having them uh, under a strict non-compete and then actually using them and taking advantage to for those introductions to those folks who are doing business and so that you can transition that relationship. It's just so critical. Todd, I love a good earnout. Earn out. We can talk about it next year. I know we're running out of time. They'll get everyone to come back. Earn out. I love a good earn out. And not one year, not six months, three years. Bankers like it. Accountants like it. 
you know, I don't want to say what an attorney likes. I don't always know, but I love a good earnout. It keeps everyone involved. You're getting paid off of what the company does moving forward. Not to mention you can tie the compensation to that to, to motivate that existing business owner to be an absolutely active participant in that transition. It is critical. And you don't have to come in with as much cash down. Absolutely. Let me just say that. Too. Absolutely. And by the way, the creativity you have within the financing, always remember, I'll pay you your price if you give me my terms. Mm. Uh, yeah, earnouts are so, so good. So good if you do them right. Very good. So if you're sitting out there, you're thinking about acquiring a business, you want to expand your business, you don't know how, you need employees and you can't find employees, what about a business that's already got existing employees in it? What about purchasing that as opposed to going out on the street and trying to find new people and train them up, which can take a lot of time, cost a lot of money during that transitional period, which you may not have in the acquisition of a new business? Mm-hmm. So I think it's all about culture. What kind of company were they running? Does it streamline with what you're doing? And are those folks motivated? Have you discussed, been transparent with them that the company is selling, the company is merging, we're being acquired, et cetera, keeping that owner on from an earnout perspective to keep those employees motivated as well. You know, especially in banking, a lot of times they say, oh gosh, we're getting acquired. This is going to be horrible. Well, I mean, you don't know. Maybe it's great because they're going to bring technology and strategy. It depends. I always, it depends, right? But I think that if you can come in as a new owner and you can show where the company is going and why it's beneficial for them, why not? Why wouldn't they? What, what is an, what is an action list that someone could put together just as a quick down and dirty summary of what are the things that they should want to do and then build out on those? What is Ab- that list? Absolutely. So what is your strategy to acquire a business? Do you have a clear plan for that? Have you thought the process through start to finish? Um, I would ask your team that, right? Because if I think it's through start to finish, I guarantee Todd would find something that I did not think about. (laughs) Um, Did you find the right business to acquire? What should that next business have? Um, If you think about products or appeal to other industries, should they have any specializations that you're looking for? Employees, um, you know, uh, resources, et cetera. Um, And what's your finance plan to acquire that business? Um, are you going to work with a trusted bank? Are you going to have a team around you, attorneys like we've talked about? Do you have a community banker that you trust today? I think that is so important. I hear so often folks going into one of the big banks, you know, name the one on the corner with the temperature and the day and the time. And they say, well, that's just how I got started. It was easy. <laughs> Okay, well, it won't be easy going forward, I'll tell you that, because the banker out front you opened your account with, if they're still sitting in that chair in three years from now, that means they're not very good, because they either raise them up or raise them out. And I'd say that you need to find a community banker. It is going to take a little more time with a community banker, because guess what? They're going to ask you more questions. They're a little more passionate about what they do, and they see the potential. They like to partner their clients with each other. They like to say, hey, let me help you find some good resources. But if you're going to make a down payment on a business, you better be ready to spend a little more time and find someone that's a little more passionate about what you are going to grow. 
Absolutely. Folks, it's going to be a challenge, but revel in the challenge. That's where the opportunity Mm -hmm. exists. Mm -hmm. And when you've got partners like Village Bank and people around you who know how to look at things to find the, the diamonds in the rough that you are looking for, wow, what can be accomplished? And financing it is the way to go. Just know that when you have low cost financing and you can maintain your cash flow to allow you to be more successful in your business, that is much better than taking all the money that you have, paying for it, and then being cash poor and penniless in terms of cash flow within your business. You've always got to be in a strong position and be mobile. And financing gives you the opportunity to do that. Working with a bank like Village Bank and Alicia Webb, it's it's just a, a game changer. And even if you've not done it in the future, now is the time. Alicia, any last thoughts before I let you go? I say go do it, right? Make a difference. <laughs> Why are you here if you're not going to make a difference? I mean, we're giving, the tools are here Are today. you a builder? Are you a builder? <laughs> right? I love to build, but I know I have to have a steady ground to build. Otherwise, I'll crash down. I just fix then. And who wants to fix? Yeah. We want to build. We want to make a difference. Um, I can't tell you how exciting it is when we village does um, is featured in an article like you just mentioned at the top of the show. And I know the villager, I know the client, and I am so dang proud of them. There is no bottom line that can make up for that feeling of watching someone grow in your company and watching a local business thrive. And by the way, they're a pharmacy. So their job today to not be available, that would have been tough, right? We're going through a tough time right now. And when you give hope and you can help folks like that, it means everything in the world. Everything. Absolutely. So go build. Absolutely. Uh, you know, all I, all I think about when we have these conversations is the uh, Les Brown where he says, I am an entrepreneur. I am an American. Mm. Independence, guys. That's mm-hmm. what that's what business is all about. Making something, creating something out of nothing. And uh, man, if that isn't exciting, I don't know what else is. Yeah, I mean, small business will keep this country going, and small business will continue to invent, create jobs, and give people opportunities. Own your own home. Send your kids to school. I mean, that's what it's all about. And for those of you who are not business owners who are looking at this, remember that's what keeps the co- the country rolling patronize those small businesses because they are everything. Thanks for listening, everybody. Always remember last weekend of every month, Village Bank Masterclasses for you and your business. Hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Todd. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're 
forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.